Our scripture reading this morning comes to us from the Gospel of Luke in the first chapter. Let us listen for the word of God. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor, David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom. There will be no end. Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Gabriel thought to himself, God must be crazy. He's really done it this time. It was one thing 13, 1400 years ago to pick a murderer named Moses to lead his people to freedom. And it was something else entirely to defeat Jericho, an armed fortress, by using a marching band. But then there was this thing six months ago where he went to a woman too old to have a child. Her name was Elizabeth and, and she conceived and, and it's about to have a child. But now, but now he'd heard that God was planning to come to earth what is he thinking the prophets had all been killed by people and if the people don't kill you on earth there's a pretty good bet gabriel thought that the food will kill you now of course gabriel said this 2,000 years before value meals and supersizing and then he thought well how can this be why don't they just do it why didn't god just do it like the greeks i mean the great gods have got it right they come down from mount olympus they fool around for a while and then poof they just go back where they came from they don't hang around what's god thinking and then gabriel thought to himself oh boy but if god knows i'm thinking this i'm never going to make archangel you know like michael i mean everything around here in heaven is about michael michael the archangel michael fights satan and for the body of moses and wins michael the archangel fights all the bad angels and wins it's always in heaven michael this and michael that and i'll never get oh. he's calling for me oh, i knew he would hear me he hears everything. He knows everything. Oh, I will. He hates competition among the angels. You know, God is always saying every angel is just as important as every other angel. So he went in slowly, fearfully, trembling, and Gabriel stood before the Lord of hosts and said, 
you called for me? Yes, Gabriel, I did call for you. I loved what you did with Zechariah when you told him about his son who, who is to come, who will be the forerunner of the Messiah. And when he didn't believe you and you struck him dumb, that was a nice touch. Oh, well, thank you. And now I have a new mission for you. It's about my plan to come to earth. I heard about that, said Gabriel, unable to hide his disdain for this plan. I'm planning to come to earth, said the Lord. Finishing after he was interrupted as a baby. A what? A baby, said Gabriel. You can't do that. Do you know what happens to babies? They're helpless. They, they get beat up at school. People take their lunch money. There's the plagues. There's all sorts of diseases. And then there's, if you survive that, there's that crazy king, Herod. I mean, he's a nutbag. Herod is a piece of work. You know, somebody ought to write a book about him someday. He's amazing. I mean, how, how can you do this? But obviously he wasn't going to get anywhere. And knowing that you can't fight the Lord, it's best just to go along. Gabriel collected himself and said, okay, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. You know, I really haven't had a parenting class and, and, and I've never done this before. But, but I could be a celestial nanny. I, 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 could, I could be a mentor and, and a coach. I, I could take care, I could take care of, of your son, the baby, on earth. I, I think I could do that. In fact, you know, for some time I've been really wanting another opportunity to go down and, and spend some time with the human beings and, and hang out with them. I've been thinking of some things we might do together. In fact, I thought of this game and, and I, I thought it would work like this. You take a pole and put a basket on top of the pole. I'd make the pole like the basket like maybe 10 feet from the ground. And then what would you take you take these round objects and throw it into the basket and if it gets in the basket you get two points unless of course you're like 22 feet six inches away and then you throw it in and then you get the that's enough oh you don't like that game well i thought of another one we could do um let's say we would dig holes in the ground spread them out like 15 no 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 18 holes and and we'd spread them out and and we'd take these little round objects and sticks and and we'd hit them into the holes enough Oh, yeah, Satan already invented that game. Um, We're not here for games, said the Lord. And you are not to raise my son. The mission I have for you is to go to a young girl. Her name is Mary. And you are to tell Mary that she will have that baby. What? A young girl? Gabriel didn't say it out loud, but he thought it to himself. Are you kidding me? Uh, Can she cook? Has she ever babysat? Did anybody check her references? Go! The command came from the Lord. So next thing you knew, Gabriel was in front of Mary, and she looked younger and in person than than he really thought she would be. and, And there she was, and he thought to himself, this is really stupid. I mean, yesterday, pajama parties. Tomorrow, the Son of God. I... But he knew he had to do it. So I said, greetings, Mary. God really likes you. In fact, you are going to have a son. Well, that's a conversation starter. Get the thing rolling. But, but Mary looked a little puzzled by the whole thing and said, now, how's that going to happen? Uh, I'm a virgin. Well, Gabriel had to admit the, the girl was smarter than he thought. But he realized, you know, there, there's always this issue because in heaven we talk theology and, and on earth it's like gynecology. And there's a big gap between the two. So Gabriel dug deep and, and thought about what he could say next. And he said, well, but the Holy Spirit, 
the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And you will have this son. And, and he felt good about the answer, but then he really didn't feel that good about the answer because he thought there's got to be a better way to do this. Why doesn't the baby just materialize there in thin air and just place there with the family? Don't mess with the womb. Don't mess with the birth canal. Don't mess with possible complications. Don't, don't mess with unsanitary conditions. Just put the baby there. But Gabriel, when he thought this, he, he knew the answer. He He'd been working with God with these human beings for thousands of years. He knew that for whatever reason, God always wants to partner with humans to get done what God wants done. When God wanted a place to live in the ark, in the tabernacle, God didn't just make it happen. God assigned people. And they did the work. Sometime later, when God wanted a temple in which to dwell... A place from which people from all nations could come into worship. God didn't just say a magic phrase and it appeared. But people worked long, worked hard, and made it happen. When God wanted to create a world where peace and beauty and justice would reign, God could have just spoken it into being. But for some reason, God chose the people of Israel and said, here, work with me. You make that happen. Ah, Gabriel knew nothing was going to just materialize in thin air. God's always wanting to partner with human beings to carry out the plans that God initiates. But he could look at Mary and realize he's, he was going to have to play his trump card here. Mary still looked a little questioning at him, so he said, okay. And your cousin Elizabeth, you remember him? Her, she's too old to have a child. Do you know she's already six months pregnant? And just to top it off, just to make sure that Mary could not doubt this for a moment, he added this phrase. For you know, nothing will be impossible for God. That's a pretty good line. So good, in fact, that he wished he'd have made it up himself, but really he hadn't. And it, 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 gone, it goes back 2,000 years. In fact, God himself used that phrase with, with Mary, I mean with Sarah and uh, Abram. Sarah and Abram were really old and, and they thought they couldn't have a child. And God said, what? Is anything impossible for me? And so at just the right moment, Gabriel grabs the phrase and brings it back to Mary and then figures he probably gets bonus credit because you know the professor loves it when you quote his textbook or her textbook back to them in the test. Felt pretty good. But then, but then, the enormity of the whole situation just hit him right there. In the moments of silence, waiting for a response, he realized it comes down to an angel, not even an archangel, a young woman, not even a woman who's ever had a child before. And God's whole plan of salvation and peace and light and love, all of human history, comes down to this one moment. Are you kidding me? It all hangs in the balance with this one girl. And there was silence as he waited. What well, wasn't complete silence? Because in the silence there was a fluttering. A fluttering of Gabriel's wings as nervously he waited. Because all that had to happen in human history had come down to this moment. What would she do? Well, it seemed like an eternity, but it was probably just a few seconds. And she responded and she said, well, let it be. 
Let it be to me according to God's word. In other words, Mary said, I am all in. And Gabriel was relieved. In fact, he didn't even say anything more to Mary. He just left. Went back up to heaven. But there in heaven, the celebration had already started. And the angels were celebrating and, and partying and, and congratulated him on that response as he came in. And even Michael, just Michael himself, came and gave Gabriel a high five. Join the party, they said. This is great news. But for some reason, Gabriel couldn't celebrate because he knew. He knew that as critical as this response was of Mary... That the future Christmases, in fact, not even the future Christmases, just the future days of God's plan for human history would always, always on earth come down to the response of human beings. For every time a human being says yes, the work goes on. And when a human being says no, The work, it seemed to Gabriel, would be slowed and somewhat stalled out. In every generation, with every person, there comes a chance and a time to respond. Do you hear that? I hear it. It's like, it's like the flutter of Thousands of wings as the angels of heaven wait nervously and they wait for your response. They want to know, are you in?